This episode of Blacktop Banter is brought to you by Craftco, the world's leading manufacturer of packaged pavement preservation materials and equipment for the asphalt industry. Learn more at craftco.com. We are back with Blacktop Banter once again. And, uh, you know, summer months, we're, we're midway through. Every time I get on here, I feel like I tell y'all it's hot out. Uh, it's legit hot out now. Like it's hot. It's hot. We were out. I think today is 97 degrees. I think they said 110 with the heat index. Uh, I've been forcibly put back out into the field, as you can see. A little bit dark. Got that. Got that nice asphalt tan going. Uh, neck down, right? Whatnot. Uh, but over in Mile High Country, I don't know if that's the same thing. I don't know if that's going on or not. So not only am I going to get an update on the weather out that way, but uh, I also figured we'd talk to our guy. Hayden Cortez, and that's our go- our guest today. Hayden, is it as hot? Is it cool? What you got going on over there? It's the same, man. This is the week. Uh, it's like touching, getting close to 100, so I think we're around 97 today. So hey, these guys, are they're hurting, especially, you know, our infrared crews when they're standing around that heat pan, oh. and I mean, it's, I feel worse for those guys. So yeah, we're, uh, we're feeling it, man. Dude, I think everybody is at this point. We we didn't have much rain. We got it. We get a little bit now as of late. Uh, we did a 200-ton paved job two days ago. Yesterday, we were going to do a small paved job. Rain moved in in the morning, and uh, the paving crew was like, nah, we're not, we're not going to do it today. And the yeah. rain was gone by, like, noon. Got back up to 90-something, doing whatever. It's like, yeah, okay. Everybody's well, feeling that's, it. That's what's the hard part about those kind of – those days, right? Because you're like, well, do I risk it? Do I just do a late start? Everything's yeah. going to be wet, you know, or do we start late and then we have a shorter window so we don't meet production the whole time or all day? So it's it's kind of a toss up, man. I totally get it. But yeah, you know, it's, it's since the since the dark ages, way back in the histories of the asphalt industry, there's been <laughs> one challenge that has faced everybody. And that's, dude, it's never going to change, I don't think, unless we figure out how to build domes over these projects. It is what it is. Right. So Maybe one day. Maybe one day. But so speaking about the history, right, of, of the asphalt industry and whatnot, I kind of wanted to let people be introduced to you. You and I have been friends for a long time. We've uh, uh, been at some great events together. Um, some nights we were probably together we don't remember very much, which is fantastic. Those are also fun nights for us. Um, but there are a lot of times where we do remember a lot, and, uh, and we spent some time together. Last time we spent time together, we uh, had uh, a meal before we got on our flights to leave yep. somewhere. Um, we had yep. a great conversation, and, and I kind of talked to you about the direction we're going to go here. And you guys were expressing the direction and what you had hoped for over at spot on site since then we've partnered up which only made sense right we're all we're all good friends and we all have similar goals and want similar things for the industry but i kind of want i really enjoy your story dude because it's a it's a story that happens frequently in our industry where somebody doesn't start in this industry transitions to this industry and loves it and becomes part of it and becomes in interweaved with the guys that have been here forever, like myself, and we just feel connected, uniform, and we realize it takes those guys and takes these guys and takes these guys to make everything up. So real quick, uh, it don't got to be real quick. We got time. Give us a background of, of, of Hayden Cortez, first of all, a history of how you 
what you did, right, growing up, uh, your education, um, your career before, because the transition from your career and a mutual connection through our friend Zach is what got you here. But I want you to give kind of the full background, even if you want to talk about your influences, whether it was parents or other people or whatever. My life story, I can do that, man. Um, yeah, and I gotta say too, every time we hang out, I seem to have a headache the next day. So I don't know. <laughs> Sorry if about that, that. bud. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, my name's Hayden. I we live in Denver currently, just a little suburb north of it. We're probably twenty minutes from downtown. Um, growing up, I grew up an hour south in Colorado Springs. Um, you know, just did the sports, football, baseball. My claim to fame: I played against uh, Christian McCaffrey in the state championship game. And he whipped our ass, man. So we're in the state, we're in the state record book for uh, the biggest deficit back against him. Nice. And, you know, so that was cool uh, getting to play against him, his brother, Brian Dawkins. Um, oh, used to play for the Eagles and the Broncos. His yeah. son was on there. So that team was stacked, and we were just some scrappy Colorado Springs team. So Yeah, they put uh, you in. You were, you were the the team that plays the Globe Trotters, bro. You know, that the was one it. that they sent in there? Yeah. I was like, yeah, you they, score they over 20 points, to... you're out of here. You know, like, dude, we could score 20 points if we wanted to. A hundred percent. Yeah. That's a good way of putting it. So, um, you know, and I've always been interested in, in working out and exercising, obviously through sports. And so when I went to college, uh, you know, aside from all the beer drinking I did, I got my degree in exercise science and I actually wanted to go into, uh, rehabilitation for cancer patients. Get out. Really? You and, never expressed that to yep. me before. I know you, you expressed your career, but yep. that's what you were going to go for. That's what I was going to go for. So cool, our man. school, um, University of Northern Colorado, was the first school to create exercise rehabilitation program for cancer patients. Wow. Um, at that time, which was back in, I mean, they started it in the early 2000s, but even when I graduated college, which was in 2017, they uh, they that wasn't accepted or approved by insurance. Oh, okay. so it wasn't really out to the public yet. It was more just like they had this clinic. We'd have local people. We'd have people fly in and we'd put them through these programs. So that was really where my heart was, but unfortunately it wasn't a, a career opportunity after that. So yeah, what I did is, uh, you know, came back down to Denver where my parents were living. And, um, even, even my whole senior year, well, actually, my junior year, sophomore and junior year in college, I was running a gym as the manager up in Greeley where I went okay. to school. Um, so we were just like a $10 a month gym. And then, mm-hmm. uh, then my senior year, I, I came down and broke up with a girlfriend and lived with my parents that whole senior year. And so I'd drive an hour to, to work or to school, then back to work every day. And I was working at Lifetime Fitness. Okay. Um, so big, nice, fancy gym down here in Denver. Yeah, and, they got those. That's a chain. They got them, man. Yeah, they it's look a like chain. They're, they're out huge of buildings, and you just say lifetime on it, right? They're beautiful, man. They're yeah. cream of the crop, cream of the crop gyms. I love them. Yep. Um, so what I did there is, you know, I was just working front desk when I was in college. When I graduated, I moved over to the sales. Okay. So I've been doing sales through the gym, um, you know, since sophomore year of high school. That or college, that was when I was really introduced to like the sales world. For sure. Um, in high school, I was doing, you know, landscaping, pulled fiber optic cables. So just kind of like typical high school jobs. So that was my little bit of construction experience, I guess there. But anyways, when I was doing sales um, at Lifetime. Uh, I don't think pulling I was fiber up- optic cable is a typical high school job. 
It's I not, but <laughs> I don't know. You're like typical high school job ass pulling fiber optic cable. Like, yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so. Elizabeth well, just, just started busting well, tables at a restaurant. Yeah, landscaping for sure. Yeah, mowing lawn. Landscaping for, sure. for sure. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. You, you, you were pulling fiber optic cable back then, though. I mean, it gets your feet. Yeah, that was. Unique. Yep. Yep. So and that was uh, that was definitely a learning experience there for sure. So. Uh, what I did after that was, yeah, when I was at sale, doing sales at Lifetime, um, I was up for a random opportunity. We called it a walk-in. Somebody who want, was interested in gym membership, and we had a certain rotation based on who started their shift. And so I happened to be up and in walked uh, Zach. So Zach walked in, and he was like, as you, as we were talking about before, that dude doesn't got, it, got much time for patience. He's like... <laughs> He, he knew I was going to give him the whole spiel and all that shit. Yeah. And so he's like, hey, man, look, I don't got much time. Chase, I man. just want to for your membership. I want to get my workout in and I want to get out. So I was like, done. Let's go do it. So got him in and out real quick within 10 minutes, which is normally like an hour long process with the tour and everything. And uh, we kind of just hit it off. And, um, you know, every time after that, he would come into my office when you come get a workout and just say what's up so yeah. we slowly started to build a friendship and uh by the time i was ready to to leave and move on to doing something different he came in on like literally my last day when i was working said what's up and i was like hey man just want to let you know i'm moving on doing something else uh, just not a good fit for me anymore but you didn't know what you were doing you just were going to move on hayden yeah didn't know okay. what i was doing what i was going to do so i was I was looking into going into like a hospital setting to do, you know, kind of like some personal training or, or some rehabilitation in a sense, but didn't really have a clue. And so he's like, well, he goes, well, I, I think you do great at sales. I got a sales job open. Um, I'd love to grab lunch, talk about it. So the next day I, uh, went and had lunch with him. We talked about it. He's like, Hey man, you're going to have to Cause I didn't know shit about asphalt or concrete. I knew <laughs> asphalt was black, concrete was white. You drive on one, you walk on the other. That was it. And so he's like, you know, you're going to spend the next probably eight months just pretty much doing everything, learning, being on crews, managing jobs, moving Dude, that's forward. What it takes. That's, that's what it takes, man. That, we've, we've come into that experience. I'll, I'll, I'll interject and uh, kind of yeah. like get, give you a piece there, but you know, Chris is here with me. Chris has been on, uh, he's on a pavement job this last week, seal coating job the other week, went to infrared stuff with us uh, that we had in Blacktop Banner, same thing with Kyla who's here. It takes that amount of time for you to understand what actually is going on with all this stuff so that you can describe it correctly, right, to somebody else and what's going on. So it takes time in that. What One thing that when you talk about your story uh, that I find very interesting is that you had a desire to help people early on, right? Like that was the career you wanted mm -hmm. to do was work with the cancer patients. Like that's one of your character traits that still plays into what you do today. But I'll let you get back to talking about that conversation with Zach uh, in the interview. And for people who don't know, uh, Zach is with National Pavement Partners, right? And if you yep. haven't heard Zach's interview on Blacktop Banner before, please go back and listen. But it plays into good. This is like the story keeps going. So <laughs> let's keep listening. Yeah. Yep. No, I appreciate that, man. So Zach, so Zach runs, uh, he owned a, started a company called National Pavement Partners in Denver, um, 2015. And so he was about two years in, so they were pretty fresh, but yep. they started having some pretty good growth. 
And uh, so, yeah, he's like, you know, you're gonna have to learn the industry and then eventually we'll probably move you into a sales role, but it'll probably take eight months to maybe even a year um, to get you into that spot. So I had another interview with a hospital and, you know, spent a couple weeks, like two, three weeks, just kind of interviewing, deciding what I wanted to do because it was like, all right, I spent four and a half years in college studying this degree yeah. that I thought would be my forever career. Yeah. But then I have this opportunity. And for those of you guys that don't know me, my face big. And so I just prayed about it a lot. And God ultimately pulled me in the direction to go towards that, to sure. to take on the job with Zach. So June of 2018, I, I jumped in and uh, started with National Pavement Partners as their company bitch pretty much and did <laughs> everything. So then after that, uh, after that, you know, after my, uh, the eight months, then, um, it season turned around and it was the start of it. So I got my first opportunity to sell and just started smashing it from there. Um, Isn't that crazy, dude, the season, the season aspect of it, right? Where you, it is, you get to the end of the season and then you have time to do everything that you wanted to do and that you needed to do. And it prepares you for the next season that you're not going to have time to do anything again. And then when that one ends, then you can prepare for the next season again. And that's funny to hear you, you relay that, right? That you spent the first year figuring everything out and doing everything. You know what? Our boy Zach was probably like, damn, this guy will literally do anything. So we might as well go ahead and see if he will do anything or do whatever it takes. Uh, What was it like when you first started getting into the sales side of it for MPP? You know, once I once I finally learned kind of the industry, the sales side came pretty natural. I didn't yeah. I didn't necessarily thrive when I was doing it lifetime because it's com- what I learned is a completely different way of selling. Mm-hmm. When you're when you're providing a needs based service like what we provide, because we're taking care of liabilities, you know, um, aesthetics, property values, it's a different sell versus calling somebody at seven saying. Hey, I know you're cooking dinner and you're with your kids and you're tired of shit, but do you want to come pay, want to come Ten, sign yeah. up for gym membership? It's a needs based versus a want versus a nice mm-hmm. to have. Plus, so, here's the other thing, right? Like it's it's ten dollars a month membership, or even a hundred dollars a month membership is a lot lower price point than an entire parking lot, right? Or whatever yep. you guys are going to be doing. So there's a big contrast and dynamic into that. Yeah, you you're providing a need based service, but it's also expensive. Versus a want-based service that's relatively inexpensive or could be relatively inexpensive. That's a big contrast, man. That's it, man. It's 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 night and day. And what I learned quickly in that first year is that speed sells. People, I mean, think about Amazon nowadays. You go, you can buy anything you want. Literally, it has an option for buy with one click. Yep. People want speed, so when they want an asphalt or concrete estimate. They want that turned around as fast as possible. Right. So my personal routine for that first year and how I truly felt I built up success is I would scope the job and then I would hotspot, I'd pull up my laptop in my truck and I would send the bid right then and there. Yeah. So they had it like pretty much same day as I would go scope it. You know, granted, some days it would take me a couple of days to go out, but I I wouldn't you know what spend it's like? getting out there. You know what it's like? It's like when you go to Google, right? And let's say you want to find a place to eat and you're like, oh, pizza near me, right? And you pop it up and all of a sudden, you know, sure, here's other ones. But the first one that came in is usually the first one you're going to click and go with, right? And if it looks good, sounds good, you're probably going to eat because the longer you wait, the hungrier you're going to be. 
right? And so yep. when it comes to that, I've always kind of relayed that when it comes, and I don't do as good a job as you all do uh, at Wisco for sure of delivering quotes on time and really rapid and paced. Sometimes I do. <laughs> Depends on the client sometimes, which I yeah. guiltily say, but um, it makes a huge difference, man. It honestly, truthfully does. If you're the first one out of the gate, there's got to be some kind of stat that that we have that where we know that the percentage of that first person coming out the gate has a lot higher percentage of chance of being the it versus whatever. That was it. I mean, it's that. And another thing I learned was the simple thing of answering your phone. I mean, I won so many jobs just because they were like, Oh, thank God. You're the first person to even pick up their phone or call me back. And so I was like, okay, I'll make mental notes. Speed and communication are really what it takes to get these things done. As we know in our industry, we're going to have plenty of fires. But if I'm able to communicate these fires before a resident tells the property manager, if if they can hear it from the horse's mouth and what's actually going on, yeah, they might not be happy, but it's a way better and way different conversation. So from there, I just built some good customer loyalty, man. Um, Got a lot of good opportunities and um, then tripped and fell and started spot on site and tripped and fell again. (laughs) You know, so I've worked my way up essentially from the ground to an estimator to running the sales team. And now I'm COO of National Payment Partners. It's crazy, so, man. It's crazy. Well deserved too, by the way. You got you have the chops for it, buddy, and uh, you have the personality for it. Uh, I want to hang out with you. I want to work with you, right? And I'm not buying a parking lot from you, but I still want to hang out with you and work with you. When when uh, when we come back, we're gonna go to commercial break here, and uh, we're gonna have Hayden kind of talk a little bit in detail about some of these challenges that he had to overcome. Uh, and what he's learned from these challenges, he kind of told us he made some mental notes about things that helped him. Uh, he, he said tripped and fall into spot on site, but it's a lot more complex than that. We're going to get into it. So let's get some words from our sponsors real quick who bring us this great content. And we'll be back with Hayden Cortez. Asphalt maintenance contractors. Winter's just around the corner, and we all know the harmful effects that colder months have on pavement. Here at Wiscoat, we've tried a lot of products. We keep coming back to Craftco because of their crack and joint sealers are the best in the industry. No matter the climate that you're located in, Craftco has products that will fit your needs. Find the full product lineup at craftco.com. That's C-R-A-F-C-O.com. Have you seen the smoothness and compaction that Dynapack seismic technology has recently brought to the asphalt industry? It's incredible. And Dynapack's CC900G roller may just be the best roller on the market for driveway and parking lot paving contractors. It's even better than the little yellow one that you're used to seeing. But don't take my word for it. Give the CC900G a test run yourself by visiting Dynapack.com and finding a retailer near you. Say goodbye to potholes and roadway damage without the need for large crews, heavy equipment, or toxic chemicals. Aquafault is the only permanent repair material for asphalt and concrete that uses water. And installation is simple. Just pour, add water, and tamp. It's that easy. An Aquafault repair can be opened to traffic immediately and fully sealed within 24 hours. Plus, the product is backed by a three-year warranty and is made in the USA. Visit Aquafault.com. That's A-Q-U-A-P-H-A-L-T dot com to learn more. I'm incredibly proud of the Blacktop Banner Edition seal coating unit produced in partnership with KM International and available now in both the 550 and 700 gallon versions. Custom built on the same frame as their bulletproof hot boxes, I work closely with KM to design what I believe 
is the best seal coating unit on the market. A unit designed by a contractor for contractors. See the entire walkthrough of the unit on Blacktop Painter's YouTube channel or visit kminternational.com to learn more and place your order. Since its inception, Dubuque Asphalt Maintenance has branded our trucks with the 1-800-BLACKTOP number from the 800 Paven Network and consistently seen increases in leads and jobs completed. I know the 800 Pavement Network can do the same for your business. Visit 1-800-Pavement.com and get set up with your custom phone number today. Kind of lead us into the development of Spot On Site. Uh, totally just a conversation. Uh, this isn't a, a Spot On Site sponsored podcast or whatever but you and i are really close friends and i've really enjoyed the concept of spot on site from the beginning when you guys brought it up and and watched you build it and whatnot but it came out of challenges right mm -hmm. that you encountered at mpp doing sales and um you guys kind of had a system that was built in there that you're like dude this could probably work for helping people right which is in your nature anyways i've come to learn and find out um one thing that you guys did was recognize these challenges and develop spot on site to overcome these challenges. You mentioned some of them earlier in the podcast, getting to uh, clients quicker, right? And that type of stuff. But tell us some more about the challenges that you encountered before spot on site. And when you guys developed spot on site, what you had hoped that they would tackle for contractors or sales guys within these companies. Oh man. Well, Launch and spawn site was a nice smack of reality. You know, we thought uh, you build a cool app and it's a good idea and it's just going to sell itself. People are going to buy licenses. And yeah. I was joking. We were Zach. And I, I, know, were like, I know that's you, what you thought right away. Especially right out of the gate, I was like, I was like, oh man, this is going to be tough for these boys. Cause it's, yeah, it's gonna gonna, be they don't nice, realize uh, it's going to have to be a work. You know, this is going to be tough work nice slice of humble pie for us. So, um, how we came up with spot on site was we wanted to, we started putting together, like when we go scope a job, we have our iPads and we'd use Google map and we'd start dropping pins while we're in the field. And then we would go and take pictures. So we'd flip over to our camera app, take pictures of every location. And then we flip over to our notes app and then we would write the corresponding measurements, what repairs needed to happen. So when we went back to the office, we'd spend about 45 minutes putting together the map, the notes, and the photos yep. into what's called like a pavement assessment is what we called it. And so we would attach that with every single proposal that we'd send our customers and our customers loved it. Yep. So well, we were like, okay, it, it's a good idea. It helps get more work. Um, the only problem is it's so cumbersome. We're using too many programs to do it. It yep. takes too long. It takes an hour. And, you know, we had a sales team of three. So if we're sending, you know, three bids a day, that's three yeah. hours that you do times five, 15 hours a week. So the, the math just kind of added up where we're like, all right, we need to build something and we'll try it out internally. And then, um, and then we need to launch it out to the public. So we started developing it in February or April of 2021 launched it February of 2022. So we've been out for about a year and a half. And so, you know, yeah. us coming, coming from the contractor world and jumping into the tech space, it's a completely different ball game, man. It's like, it's like throwing <laughs> a thousand piece puzzle and just spreading it all out and trying to piece everything together. There's so much stuff that 
you that <clears throat> users and you being the owner don't even realize that makes or breaks the experience for people even small yeah. stuff on like if somebody has to delete something instead of there being like a small x button for them to quickly right delete wrong mm -hmm. address versus having to hit the backspace that's a user experience yeah so we're constantly just trying to refine that and um you know we had right off the bat we we've had you know i would say we've kept 80 80 percent of the customers who first who started with us through the end and you know we can't thank them enough they're our favorite customers they've been loyal with us um but we just I can Kept tell you why. I can tell you why. Because whenever there's an issue, literally, you guys are right there. You are personally right there. If I run into an issue, I'll text you or I'll email you, and you'll send me a video or a link. And be like, dude, this is how you do it. it literally, the it works out fantastically. It's very detailed and and sorts that out. So, of course, if you wouldn't have been that way, uh, you know, you got that slap in the face of like, oh, there's some issues and you guys tackled them right away. I imagine that percentage would be down a lot more, but you guys did what we do in the asphalt world. You take care of your customers when they need you to get taken care of. Yeah. The, the crazy contrast of that, right, is to think about what you're talking about when you're on the sales side of it for MPP and you're selling a job and you want it to be fast and easy for those clients to use so that you can get them and retain them. Same thing with spot on site. Now that the contractors are your clients, if there's an issue, <clears throat> excuse me, where the X isn't here or they got to go back and do this or whatever, they're like, eh, I'm out, whatever. I'll just go back to what I was <laughs> doing. I'll do it with pen and paper or whatever. The one, one thing that I'll, I'll, that I noticed when you were describing is that it would take you an hour to do that big cumbersome uh, estimate that you'd send out. It was fantastic. Don't get me wrong. But if you and I were bidding the same thing and I didn't do that, but I did pull out my phone and get a calculator and just bring up email and send the cost in an email, I was first one out of the gate, right? Yeah. It didn't look as fancy, wasn't as good, but I did have an, an advantage of being the first one out of the gate. What you guys did was combine a way to do um, the very well put together articulate proposals you guys send out and do it fast. And yep. that's really where Spot On Site is is winning at. Um you, you you took care of a lot of problems with the software and the way it was developed. I think what's unique is um, your guys' uh, brand design of it, which are, works out fantastic, and uh, the cursor feature and whatnot. I can do it on my phone. I can do it on my desktop. I can do it wherever. Um, I want you to talk about the, you know, it's been out a year and a half. We knew it was coming kind of. You guys were kind of buzzing about it a little bit before that in our circle with our squad and whatnot. Um one thing I think that you have done really well that maybe you didn't realize you were going to have to do really well is develop relationships that give you a great foundation for spot on site, word of mouth, and these guys to use it and be able to promote it. Um, tell us about the difference between creating a relationship with a paving client or a maintenance client or whatever it would be versus creating a relationship with somebody like me who's a contractor who you want to use a software. What is, what are the differences and challenges when it comes to that? Yeah. So we'll start with the client side being a, you know, being a contractor by having a tool, you know, everyone needs kind of their unique selling proposition. What makes their paving company or asphalt company different from the others? And ours was always our technology. And so, you know, technology isn't, 
everyone's best friend. You know, there's a lot yeah. of older guys. If you want to do work for GCs, these guys don't give a shit about it. But if you want to do work for like a younger property manager and that's like your ideal customer, then that's who you're going to cater to. And that's who the experience is going to be towards. So um, what we really did was focused on, okay, what do our customers really like? They like a good presentation because to them, if they get a good presentation, they send it off to the owner who's their boss yep. and their owner's impressed. Then that makes them look like the hero. So we really focus on, and why we've been able to build relationships is make our customers being the property managers primarily look like the heroes. Yeah. And so that's, that's been a huge relationship builder for us. We try to give them the, the resources and the education. And there is a difference between, you know, being a know-it-all versus giving the, giving, you know, your customers the right amount of information. So we've yeah. really focused on that and that's created great relationships. We do, I mean, the Broncos, for example, that was a customer that we've we've been doing work for for the past five years. Zach blew him up on LinkedIn until they gave us a chance one day, and we made everything that could happen for him. And you know, now nobody we nobody else does work for him. Yeah. So it's it's you know you become the go to by you know setting the expectations and meeting it consistently, and that's what that's what we tried to do um, with that. So. Then as far as the contractor side, like on, on, for spot on site, this has been really cool, man. It's kind of opened up and relit my passion, which is why we started the playbook and all that yep. is, you know, I've probably sat down and talked with over Zoom or in person at these trade shows over 500 paving, paving oh, concrete. Sure, dude, for sure. I see at you least, guys do the, uh, was it the Mid-American Construction Conference or Pavement Conference or whatever that was right there in Denver, wasn't it? You all were at that one, was that correct? Or which one was it at that uh, I seen at last? Well, they had one in Denver, but that one was more for uh for property managers oh, is what okay, it was. Okay, so okay. um yeah, I can't think of which one you're talking about. So it's all good. It's uh, but anyways, what I noticed was there is there's just levels to these companies, right? There's guys yep. that are owner operators who just started, um, that are working, you know, sixteen hours a week. There's mid level companies who have a couple sales guys, have a small team, have a couple crews. Then there's the high level, like big dogs that everyone knows yep. their names of, that they're yep. running crews. They got systems processes dialed in. And yep. so for me, I started to see the gap between, okay, what is the top, what is the top guys doing? And what's the, you know, bottom level entry guys doing. Yep. And by doing that and reading a couple books, I, I was able to easily see where the problems were. Yeah, and so that's where kind of my passion got lit. So spot on site were more than just like you know a mobile app where you go and send proposals better. Yep. We focused on wanting to really help these customers out, being contractors, getting to the next level, or straightening some things out. So a lot of these conversations that we have with guys aren't always about okay, this is how you place a spot or a pin. It's yeah. about okay, here's how you can attach a link and the exact email that you can send to your customer that yeah. gives them everything they need. It's, it's professional. You can copy and paste it very easily for all your proposals. Yep. It's going to get stuff out the door. So that's what we do. We really I mean, that's what we do. That. I yeah. mean, yeah, it's exactly. Or even us doing like the LinkedIn webinar. I know a lot of guys love that when I did that the other week, showing yep. them how to prospect on LinkedIn. So we try to be more than just an app that they can use. We want to really help it contribute to this industry that's given us so much and this opportunity yeah. to serve them. So do people sleeping on LinkedIn, do people sleeping they, on LinkedIn, dude, they should not they be, are. 
Dude, we've we've seen it here at BB lately. It's like where where are we seeing the most growth, most traction, and most valuable relationships? It's LinkedIn. So if you're on LinkedIn, uh, find Hayden on there for sure, and find Spot on Site on there for sure. Um, one thing that I kind of wanted to talk about. I know we talked about relationships and Spot on Site and whatnot, but um, I have a relationship with you all. We all have friendship, right, with uh, everybody over on your side. One moment uh, to bring it back to the human aspect of it all is when you guys realized this wasn't, hey, we're going to make this cool product, go to a show, and we're made. It was the moment when you realized, dang, we're going to have to do work. There's there's human beings who hit that point. Uh, I hit it here at Blacktop Banner. We might still be in it, where you're like, okay, we have a choice here. We can either do the easy route and just have it be there and whatever it does, whatever it does. We have full lives. We have jobs. We have all this stuff. Or... We develop a game plan. We realize this is going to be a tough pull, a long haul, but we believe in it, so let's make it happen. To watch your team, Nate, you, Zach, um, turn your feet in the sand, right, and be like, all right, let's do this. Uh, We all know we would all rather be other places sometimes when we're at shows and events and whatnot and spending our time doing different stuff, but you all didn't do that. Uh, What was that like? What was those conversations like when you all were like, all right, let's do it. Yeah, so when we uh, didn't have the immediate success like we thought we were going to, um, and it slowly has been revealed to us more and more over time, is like, you know, everyone tries to play everything short, short term, you know? Yeah. And so we decided with everything that we're doing, the podcast, apps and asphalt, or uh, spot on site, MPP, we're, we're playing the long game for it. And, you know, I don't think people realize how much of a financial, I guess, burden spot on site is we've self-funded it. We didn't get investors like this is MPP money, money (laughs) running this show. So (laughs) it's like, you know, without, (laughs) without the beast that feeds all, we wouldn't be able to serve other people. And so, yeah. um, Would would spot on site be able to exist without MPP? No. Yeah. Same. I think about that, about Blacktop Banner with West Coast and whatnot. Sometimes it's. It's tough. I mean, it is. It, it wouldn't it be what tough. it would be without it, right? I mean, it, yeah. it's that's what makes our what we do extracurricular outside of running our businesses really unique, right? Is that we yep. need we almost they almost have to have it in order for it to happen. At some point, you won't hopefully, right? But at least for yeah. the long term play, and when you're in the grind like you all are, like we all are here, uh, it's necessary. It's it is what it is. Hundred percent. Yeah, you just got to put in your time, man, for for years and years and years, <laughs> and then eventually it'll pay off. So yeah, it's like it's um, like lifting weights or running five k's or doing whatever. You know, you got to train for a long time to get to where you want to be. Uh, I want to yeah, ask you a question. I know you. I know you want to finish a thought, but I want to ask you a question uh, before we go. go ahead. Before we get to where we're winding down, if somebody asked you to explain what spot on site is and does in one phrase, what would that be? It's a sales enablement platform for the pavement industry. So we help you double your sales, double the amount of jobs you can scope and improve job site visibility. That's two cool. sentences, but well, that's maybe. what I would say. I put up. a comma. You can put a comma in there. Hey, if anybody ever <laughs> accuses us of being grammatically correct about anything, they don't know us well enough. I can tell you that much. Go look at some of my descriptions I write in the social media posts. You know, I got a bachelor's degree in college, right? 
Yeah, so I know sure. all about spelling. <laughs> I know all, all grammar and everything. Yeah. What What so, makes Hayden Cortez excited about the future in the asphalt industry? Uh, how many problems there are that contractors constantly deal with. We all deal with the same stuff. Yeah. Plants breaking down, guys not showing up, equipment yep. breakdowns, uh, guys overspraying on people's garages or, you know, yep. um, and then the, the cash flow problems of, you know, not scheduling jobs properly, the headache of scheduling jobs, rescheduling. There Why is does so all that make much, you excited? Why does all that make it makes you excited? Me, it makes me excited because it's all stuff that can be solved. And I want to be a part of a group of people, you guys, you know, people who are doing stuff in our industry. I want to be group people finding solutions because, you know, I've met so many good, good souls and just good, genuine people from my short time being in this space. And I just fell in love with it. So I feel like it's my obligation to give back and just keep providing solutions. It's not, not necessarily for... It is. It is. It's it's a niche and like people don't even realize that it's even a job to pave parking lots or, or fix the streets. But yeah, I mean, and it's so necessity based. It will never go away until we have completely, you know, 100 percent hovering cars, maybe yeah. floating cities. Other yeah, than that, we'll, it's, it's it's and we'll figure out a way to home. we'll figure out a way to make that into a business, too, when we're there and how to maintain yeah. whatever they're flying and floating on. Uh, what's, what's crazy is, um, you know, the fact that that's what gets you excited, right? Like, uh, we're into, uh, a heavy pull here at Wisco and Blacktop Banner. And, uh, we have a friend here today who's a good friend of ours. And, uh, I would say successful in the industry. And we walked out of Blacktop Banner to go look at one of my marquee clients and stuff. And, uh, like from the outside looking in, people who look in see like everything's on fire, Right. But for us mm-hmm. who are in here, when we're there, we walked out of the door today and I was like, dude, isn't this exciting? He's like, it's incredibly exciting because same thing you just said, there's these problems and we have solutions. The thing is, if something breaks or something is a problem, um, you get a chance to improve it better, right? And solve the problem, hopefully permanently. But if not, you get to solve it better, at least for a while to make things improve. The big thing that comes with that. And I think you guys solve a great problem at spot on site is the component of time. The problem we have is we don't have enough time. Most of the time if we're in this industry and uh, what you all do over there, give me time back. And that makes me excited, right? Like if spot on site can do it, there's so many other different facets of our industry. There's so many other ways we can improve things to give us all our time back uh, that we, that we use right now. Well, and like it's the uh, the owner operator trap that people fall into, man. They everyone's somebody's good at seal coating, so they go and decide, okay, I don't want to work for the man anymore. I want to start my own seal coat business in hopes of making more money and mm-hmm. getting more time back and getting their freedom. When in reality, life hits and and they get into it, and it's it's the exact opposite. They lose time, and the you turn into less of a business owner and more of yep. just an employee. Yeah. even with more burden and responsibility. So time is a big thing that there it's, it's almost impossible to put a monetary value to it because oh, for sure. it's, it totally it's, is. It's the most important thing, man. I mean, yeah. you know, we all want to 
I, I love working, but you know, 10 times out of 10, I would go hang out with friends <laughs> or my wife or go golf than, than having to you, put in the time to go to work. But you and I have this conversation a lot. People ask what my hopes are, what, what I hope to see in the future. Um, we had this conversation, you and I were on top floor FGL house in Nashville one time. And, uh, I told you that, um, my hope is that everybody who is my friend and that we've created in this industry, that when we get to the end, we are toasting to life's well lived within the industry. Um, one thing that with we always talk about key. with a bottle of Dom P. Yeah. yeah we say, have to that. now for sure. Uh, <laughs> you know, the, the thing is, uh, it's, it's a uniform feeling from everybody who receives something from this industry that they want to give back to the industry that has given so much to them. And you all do that really, really well. Um, one way that you guys do that is attending the expos, enlightening people, talking through problems and things with them. Where can we catch you all in the upcoming off season uh, over these winter months? Yeah. So we're going to try to check out a uh, Pavex, the new one. For sure. Um, we'll be there. Debating on MPE. I think world of asphalt's coming up this year. It again, is. Isn't it? It is. Yep, we, had so good, we had a good time yeah. at World of Asphalt. Yeah, yeah, we definitely did. So at least those three, but um, we're going to make a heavy push on social media from uh, really our podcast page. And what we're going to start, what we're going to show is uh, we've been filming all this behind the scenes content for cool. us actually running the business. So we're going to launch that. Um, so just more of a social media presence, give everyone kind of the something to relate to, I guess, yeah. of day-to-day that's shit a good that strategy that's a good strategy so, bud i mean yeah it's a good strategy but i think it's it's gonna help people not feel alone yeah in all their problems because it's it's amazing like even cisco from abc asphalt he runs a great company he's in our backyard and he goes yep. through the same stuff we go through man so it's for sure dude you go we go through some of the same stuff he goes through right so it doesn't really yep. it don't matter the size man we all run into these same problems uh, if he if it takes as much time for him to run that company as it does for somebody to run my size company or somebody who's new, you know, so when you find that that you've built relationships, you have a lot in common, we all have the same problems, we all can solve different problems because of our skill sets and what we do, you start to realize that we all kind of rely on each other a lot more than we thought we did, not necessarily mm-hmm. that we need each other. But yet the things that are important to us in life, we find by creating relationships with each other and providing these different things for each other. Where can people find uh, Spot On Site and Hayden Cortez on social media? Yep. So appreciate you asking. Everything, uh, I mean, all, let's see, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, TikTok is all at Spot On Site. Yeah. Yep. Um, And then Facebook, same thing. I think I already said that. But uh, my personal page for Instagram, I'm pretty active on there, is at Hayden Cortez underscore. Um, And then LinkedIn, you can just search my name. Um, but then we also run apps and asphalt podcasts at apps and asphalt. And then our paving companies at national pavement partners. So, Dude, just David. so you know, I've been in my ego. Oh yeah. David, for sure. For sure. For sure. Uh, I've been in my ego a lot lately. I'm just going to throw this out there. My apps and asphalt episode. We all had me as a guest. I killed it on that son of a gun. Bro. You did. That I was probably the best. I'm going to say is probably the best apps and asphalt episode I've ever been on. For sure. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> nice touch chris nice touch yeah chris got the golden uh, touch over there so but yeah man i mean i could tell you were on fire that day i don't know yeah that was what the you start must be your wheaties in the morning yeah that was Dude, it that hasn't was stopped it. it hasn't stopped since then i've seen it and yep. going for it just like you all are well uh 
I, I really appreciate you being on with us today and giving us a little bit of background of your story and whatnot. I'm really excited to see you all and hang out with you. I cannot tell you how much we appreciate uh, what you bring to Blacktop Banner, what the whole team does by uh, advertising with us and sponsoring with us. Uh, it's for us, it just makes sense to keep you know keep that relationship going and uh, work professionally together too as well. Um, any any ad, any advice? that you could give to somebody who is either just entering the industry or wants to just enter the industry in any type of way? Uh, good question. But I think it goes back to what I said earlier, be in it for the long game. You're going to, you're going to get hit in the face many times. You know, you're going to have to push through walls in order to start scaling and then you got to catch up. It's going to take time. And the big dogs who are out there, you know, with especially your guest company, he's, you know, he has yeah. a great company out there. I don't know if I can mention his name, but, um, but just these guys have done it for so long. So be willing and be patient to put in the time and effort and the consistency. It's not going to be easy, but eventually one day you'll come out of it and you'll look back like what Morgan was talking about and say, damn, we did this. So yeah. it's going to cool. be fun, dude. It's there already. Cool. We're just catching up to those moments, man. So all right, yep. man. Well, I'll let you do your thing over there uh, in Colorado. Uh, tell everybody I said hi. Tell your wonderful wife I said hello as well. Will do. Um, I really love seeing you all do your thing. Um, if ever there's anything we can do, reach out, of course. And uh, Hayden, as he said, is on LinkedIn. We LinkedIn's on fire. I'm guessing that's probably where you're going to want to get a hold of this guy as of late. Uh, one thing that we always try to do on here is speak asphalt. Now we're speaking apps and asphalt, but... For myself and for Hayden Cortez, uh, this is Blacktop Banner. And like always, we speak asphalt. Peace. Hey there, Blacktop Banner fans. This is Hayden. I am the co-founder of Spot On Site. Uh, we're asphalt contractors ourselves. We run an asphalt paving company based out of Denver, Colorado. We know this is a game-changing app that will help you measure and mark your locations and your parking lots document using time-stamped photos, videos, and comments, and send professional-looking reports to your customers. We have a free 14-day trial on spotonsiteapp.com. Hey, Jessica Lombardo with Pavex, the pavement experience, and I want to invite you all to join us in San Antonio for the first ever event. It will be held January 30th through February 1st at the Henry B. Gonzalez Convention Center. We are going to have a live equipment demonstration over two days, 60 hours of educational programming, and a full trade show floor with over 75 manufacturers of equipment in the paving and pavement maintenance space. So, Please join us there, and to learn more and get yourself registered, visit www.pavexshow.com. When it comes to asphalt tools and supplies, Liberty Supply has darn near everything you need. I actually think the owner, Sam, sleeps on a mountain of spray tips in their warehouse, alongside the pour pots, hot pots, steel brooms, chalk lines, flagging tape, and hundreds of other items. If you call Sam today at 800-397-9907, or visit libertysupply.biz, they'll get you set up with everything you need. For custom and multi-piece stencils, I always turn to Stencil Plus. They've supplied every stencil we use, and these things last a long time. Actually, I should probably call Jeff over at Stencil Plus and just say hi, because it's been a long time since I've had to place an order. Anyway, if you want long-lasting, high-quality stencils, head over to stencilplus.com and save 10% by using code BB10 during checkout.